0: Welcome to the Empower Hour, where we believe that even the most encouraged person can still use a little bit of encouragement in their day-to-day. Life is this exciting yet hard thing that we are all navigating together. My heart is that we can sit together and have conversations about real-life content, things we are all experiencing and going through. I want to bring hope in the hard topics, bring encouragement in your brave moments, and most importantly, we can have some fun. This is the Empower Hour. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Empower Hour. This one's a little bit different. I'm not doing an introduction because we are just going to jump right on in into the podcast. But I am so excited of what has been happening in my life in the last couple of weeks. If you don't follow me on social media or um, aren't subscribed to Hard to Brave, you might not know this. But if you do, you've heard that we, my mother and I, have launched a book. And it has been a labor of love, I'll tell you that. Um, and I am just really excited to be sitting down with my mom today, actually, and having her as a guest on the Empower Hour to talk all about this book and where our heart is, and when we wrote it, what we're excited for other people to take away from it, and most importantly, where you can find it. So mom, Diane Shirk, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, I'm going to be really honest with everyone today. We are tired. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have had a very long couple of weeks, and I've heard from a lot of my um, other friends who have released books of like, they, launch week is no joke. And you have a lot of experience in it as well, being an editor, being in the publishing world, really, and know, too, that it is a lot of work. (laughs) There's
1: a lot to keep track of and a lot to do, and you have to cram it into a very small amount of time.
0: (laughs) It's like, okay, here, do all this work to make this book, and now all of a sudden – Do everything in one week because that's how you get the good reviews on Amazon. That's how you get promotions. And it is no joke. (laughs) (laughs) So we said, you know, we got to record this podcast and we're so excited to be doing it. But we both looked at each other like we are tired. It is a lot of work, but it has been so unbelievably fun. But just in case people don't know you very well, Mom, would you introduce yourself a little bit?
1: My favorite thing about myself is that I am mother to McKelty Bloom. And (laughs) I raised her as a single mother, and I learned so much about myself, and I learned so much about life. And I still think that having McKelty in my life is my favorite thing about life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me and changed my life drastically. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm a freelance editor and also a writer, and I love... Getting to see my grandson all the time.
0: I was going to say, that's probably like the second favorite thing of your life. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, you know, it's been so fun to be able to share about our journey and to talk more about what it was like as a single parent and how raising a daughter like me, who was just a terror in a (laughs) lot of ways. And just so much energy or what you call the highly spirited child Um, and to just share that journey with others and to be insanely vulnerable, which is my favorite thing to be and mm-hmm. being vulnerable and just our hearts and our story with the purpose to help others. That's kind of just the foundation of who I am. And so I'm very thankful to be able to have written this book and shared that with others. So I, let's like start from the beginning and where did this book come from? Where did we, you know, all of a sudden decide, hey, let's write a book.
1: All I remember is one day you said, hey mom, we have a really good relationship. How about if we write a book about mothers and daughters (laughs) to help other people, maybe work a little on their mother-daughter relationship if it's not everything that they want it to be. And at the same time, you and I, had this great learning about each other Mm -hmm. and things that had happened in the past. So it was a digging in vulnerable, great um, personal growth experience for both of us at the same time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And really, it stemmed from when I had texted you that day. I have grown up my whole life seeing really strained mother and daughter relationships between friends from middle school and high school. And that was something that hadn't really occurred to me that that was a possibility at that stage, because we had a really good relationship when I was growing up all the way into middle school. And then of course, teenage hormones happened and things get a little rocky. But (laughs) so I really didn't understand how that relationship couldn't be well and couldn't be great. And I remember just like broken for friends. And we had this ability to be really, really honest with each other Mm and, and, then come back to have that reconnection and reconciliation. And I saw that that was missing in other people's lives, that there was the honesty, there was the hurt, but there was no coming back together. And so I just remember sitting one day, I don't even remember where it was, but I vividly remember texting you and saying those words and what you said of, we've got a really decent relationship and I feel like we have a lot of encouragement to share and we both want to write, like, let's do this. And so we actually went away, three years ago on Mother's Day weekend to Duluth and mapped it all out and kind of created that outline. And then things obviously got put on hold in 2020 when just craziness and then I got pregnant and you were figuring out where you were going to live. And so it was just kind of a mess, but we were able to come back together late last year and actually write. And it was so fun to be able to do that together. I'm just curious of what That experience was like for you to be able to sit down and kind of outline your whole life with your daughter and learning things you had never heard before and sharing things that you had never shared with me before.
1: I didn't realize it was going to be so emotional. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that there was so much that we still had to share with each other and that were things that we had just never discussed. Mm -hmm. And now that you're old enough and you have a child of your own, Mm -hmm. it's a whole new perspective. Mm -hmm. So it was some days I knew I had to work. I knew I had to write. And it was so emotional that it was hard. It's like, um, what? You know, flavor shot. Can I put in my coffee today <laughs> to make this not quite so hard? Yeah. But at the same time, it was really eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Like it, I feel like it was just uh, personal growth, Im- immense personal growth. Yeah,
0: I completely agree. Whenever I would write stuff, I felt like all of a sudden a. I- It's like, well, she's going to read that. (laughs) She's going to understand even more because, yeah, we talk about a lot of things, but there are still things just like in any relationship where it's scary to bring it up. It's scary to look somebody in the eye and say how you're really feeling and be vulnerable. And I think that's why even in therapeutic tools that they they use is writing, writing it down because that can just be so helpful to verbalize it. And so it was an incredibly emotional journey to go back there and Now that the book's out, it's been really fun for me. Not that I enjoy people crying, but to hear that (laughs) other people have been tearing up and feeling emotional in our journey too. And Mm -hmm. also having that relatability factor where they're like, yeah, I experienced that too. And I thought I was alone in that. And I thought that that was just me and my mom. I didn't realize that other people had that challenge too. So that's been really cool for me to, to hear. So I think really our heartbeat around this book is to encourage mothers and daughters in any stage of their relationship. right? And it doesn't matter if your daughter is five or if she's a teenager. Mm -hmm. I think that it really helps to start to build a healthy foundation of what to expect when she's older. Because truly, I think the beginning of the book starts out with you finding out you're pregnant. And what that emotional journey was like for you all the way into the last chapter that I'm writing about my experiences now as a mom and what it's been like in this journey of figuring out who I still am as a woman and as just a person, and then also how I parent in an incredibly vulnerable (laughs) stage of life. And so we walk through all of that journey. And so it truly is a foundation for all moms, even with young kids to say, okay, what can I be learning and preparing for as they become an adolescent and a teenager and a young adulthood and then actual adult in all of those changing times and those changing seasons. Hello, branding every season. Sort of the <laughs> of being so I think that's really what the heartbeat is for. And then secondly, to share more about how if you do have a strained relationship with your mom or daughter, what are some practical action steps that you can do to mend that relationship? And I love that we give so much insight into how we were feeling and what we did to resolve some of our conflict, because I think that can help create a story and a journey for our reader. But we also do some things at the end of every chapter to help as well. Do you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Right. At the end of every chapter, we do a summary, um, the key points of the chapter. And then after that, as a way to encourage you to self-reflect and to encourage the readers to journal, we have talking points. Mm -hmm. So these are things you can think about yourself, uh, questions you can go over with your mom or your daughter, like for some people, maybe with teenage daughters, I envision them writing some of their answers to the self-reflection questions and having their daughter answer some of the questions. Mm -hmm. And if they're very timid, they could even switch papers. Mm -hmm. And Or if they're like you, you want to talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) maybe you have a really extroverted daughter who wants to talk about it. Mm Um, And for people um, like, for example, my mom is not not someone I can talk to because she has dementia. Going through those questions, thinking about my relationship with my mom, even though I can't have a discussion with her, it brought so much healing for me from that. Mm -hmm. Going over those questions and thinking about, Mm -hmm. you know, what was my childhood like in my teenage years and. And what's going on now? And what was it like for my mother Mm -hmm. at that time? Mm -hmm.
0: That brings up a really good point because uh, I have people in my life who their mother has passed away or they just do not have a healthy enough relationship with them that they can talk about these things. And so what do those people do? And my answer is, you can still go through that reflective journey. You can still read it and try to gain some perspective of maybe what it's like on both sides and still walk in that healing and forgiveness. You can still forgive people even after they're gone. Um, I know that that's something that a lot of people after their parents have passed that they have to still process through of forgiveness in areas where they were hurt or where things weren't perfect. And and so that is a possibility. And for example, one of the things that is in our talking points so when, when I was young, I saw my mom do a lot of things that I appreciated and things that I knew you were sticking up for me. And what was really cool is I was able to share those things with you kind of for the first time in this book. Um, I remember distinctly being in third grade and you telling the school, you guys don't understand her. So we're going somewhere else. Like I remember that. And I've never been able to tell you about it, but I got to verbalize that. And I don't know how that felt for you. <laughs>
1: it was amazing. You remembered things I had no idea you were even paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And all those times I messed up, you don't even think twice about them. And here I may be feeling guilty about them, or it's still on my mind that I made so many mistakes and that you just saw me as, as the mom who loved you and who was really sticking up for you.
0: Mm -hmm. And that brought so much healing for you. And I think that's why we included one of those questions as what were ways that you saw your mom sticking up for you? Write those out. Because we want people to be able to find that healing with their mom as well and so being able to encourage others to verbalize those types of things and those talking points is really those the the type of hope that we have for what this book could be so that's a little bit about the talking points but Um, Again, just it's really for all moms and daughters. I even know some men who are reading it because they said this is actually really good, just like parent tools and with any kids and an insight into any kid and parent relationship. (laughs) But it is really just in my my thoughts for all women. Again, we had another reviewer share that she has a really good relationship with her mom and she is a mom to all boys. But she still found so much insight into the mother-daughter relationship that was helpful and practical. And so that if conflict occurs, if there's something that she needs to work towards, she has tools. So I just really appreciated that. So one of the other things that I think is pretty unique for our book is that we add some kind of social worky aspects to the book. Uh, just with my experience as being a licensed social worker and uh, when we started writing this, that was something that you had brought up. Like, I think it'd be really fun for you to use your social work knowledge in relationships and attachment and to talk more about that and encourage parents and daughters and that. And so I said, OK, you know, just a little nervous about it. And then when we gave it to uh, some of our beta readers, they're like, elaborate more on this stuff. (laughs) So it was really fun for me to talk about some of the concepts of attachment and secondary emotions and really looking at expectations. So. What we've actually decided to do, which is a fun little add-on to our book, is create a little podcast mini-series. So coming up and um, within hopefully this summer is when we're planning to release it, uh, is doing a little mini-series on diving deeper into some of these topics and how these are actually topics that you might have heard about, but diving deeper into how they impact your relationship and just impact yourself and who you are. For example, in one of the chapters we were talking about, I was feeling really sad and hurt, which was starting to show as anger. And anger is a secondary emotion. There's something that has to cause you to be angry. You don't just automatically feel angry, you could be frustrated, you could be mad um sad as I was feeling. And so I walk people through that process in the book and in that chapter of how I had made that self-discovery. And so it was like little things like that, which I'm really excited to be able to elaborate more on and share more with people on some of these topics that seem maybe social working, but they're very relevant in relationships. <laughs>
1: and they're definitely things I wish I had known while I was raising you and things that I appreciate knowing now. I didn't know about attachment. I didn't know about anger being a secondary emotion. I had never heard that. And I am very well read. And just, (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't run into those things before.
0: So I think that's an awesome, just a little addition that we are utilizing in this book. And also as a little perk for people who are following along in this journey. And throughout the whole entire book, we're talking about very, just vulnerable stuff in general and talking about, like I said, what expectations can look like and what happens when those expectations aren't met. You know, that was something that I talked a lot about with my families who were going through the foster and adoptive process of, okay, so you have this expectation of what your child's going to be like. You Mm -hmm. have an expectation of what the relationship is going to look like. Now that's all great, but what happens when those expectations aren't met? Who is the person that you become? What feelings do you have? how do you want to jump back from that because i think we need to focus on that more than just what our expectations are because you can list them all out and that's fine and dandy <laughs> but <laughs> it's figuring that out because to me expectations is just the foundation for disappointment and when our expectations aren't met we're hurt we're confused we're frustrated and so we really have to dive dive deeper into that
1: and one of the main things i learned raising you Was to focus on who you are, not who I wanted you to be or who I expected you to be, who I wished you would be, Mm -hmm. but really who you who you are and then celebrating that and helping you develop that Mm -hmm. and turn that into what is what's your greatness.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of even parent educators and educators that work with kids are starting to reiterate over and over again, I just had the opportunity to interview Dr. Kathy Cook, who is a nationwide speaker with talking about kids and development and helping parents. And truly her heart is for people to understand who kids are and to find the strength and value, even in the moments of frustration. And instead of Everybody telling you, oh, my gosh, your daughter talks way too much. She asks way too many questions. She says, why? Every five seconds. (laughs) You instead saw the strength of it as, look at her gathering information. Look at how much knowledge she's trying to figure out in the world. She's asking questions instead of just being told what to do. She wants to understand. And I think that's very (laughs) strength-based. Yes. And it was
1: one of the main things I learned when I was reading. And one of my friends recommended Raising Your Spirited Child by Dr. Mary Shidi Mm Kirchenka. And that just revolutionized the way I looked at my role as a parent Mm -hmm. and raising you as a spirited child. Yeah.
0: Oh, so good. And I mean, we could probably talk about this stuff, but I don't want to give too much away on our book. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I would really encourage everybody to buy it today. Buy a copy for your mom or your daughters, even just their friends in your life. And even if you're giving them this book, it doesn't mean you're saying, mm, we have a bad relationship <laughs> or you have a bad relationship with your mom. You yeah. read this book. But I think it's just empowering for all women to just discover more about, yeah, maybe your relationship is good, but how could it be better? Mm -hmm. What are even those hidden mysteries you never realized you had in your life that have caused bitterness or frustration that you want to work through? So we encourage all of you to find that. And where can people find our book?
1: They can find our book on Amazon. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Amazon, we have paper copy. We have um, a Kindle copy. So whichever you prefer. And it's braving every season, so it's pretty easy to find. It has adorable coffee mugs on it. I loved the cover of this book because the coffee mugs are different, and I feel like that represented our different personalities. Definitely. And then the spoons together were crossed, which to me felt like connection. And then it looks like it's on this beautiful white picnic table where you're like, I could just sit out on a summer day and have a cup of coffee. And that's one of our what one of our readers actually said. She said, when I'm reading this book, I flew through it because I just felt like we were sitting down and having coffee together and talking, which is the whole point. Exactly. (laughs) And what we strive for. So read the book. We'd love for you to buy the book. We'd love for you to share a review on Amazon that helps for more people to find the book. I always felt like, what's the point of reviews? This is so awkward, but truly it for more people to find the book and to get to experience it as well. So it means so much to us to buy it and to share it um, with your friends and on social. Tag us in it and we'd love to share it as well from what you have tagged and give you a little shout out. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already, I would encourage you to subscribe to heartofthebrave.com. That's my website. And through heartofthebrave.com, if you subscribe, you will get notifications whenever there is anything happening with the book um, or anything happening with my podcast. That's the primary way that I communicate with the listeners. And so you'd be able to stay up in the loop. And when we are going to launch that mini series we talked about, and any other big giveaways or things that come up in the future. But mom, thank you for joining me on the podcast. And just we got to reflect a little bit on the book. And yes. where it came from.
1: Thank you so much for being a wonderful daughter.
0: <laughs>